Hello. Welcome to Metaphysical Correspondent, the show that deals with current events and societal change from a metaphysical perspective. I'm Patrice Kamens. The White House and its lackeys and fixers have been spouting executive privilege as an excuse for stymieing any judicial inquiry or oversight. It is true that they have self-proclaimed privilege of an unearned sort. Like gangsters, they have the privilege of strong-arming suppression and lawlessness a la Attorney General Barr. And in his recent Godfather II appearance, Corey Lewandowski acted like a real wise guy, in all senses of the word. How could it be that, that most corrupted, arrogant, ignorant, and venal people have risen so high? Because we've been in deep denial about our true history and drunk the Kool-Aid about our country's exceptionalism to the extent that we've elected a leader who represents the worst of us in every possible way. And because privilege is a scam and a lie that we've all swallowed to great ill effect. And while Trump and his cabal are the worst documented to date, he is the final heir to a country whose true history of prejudice and violence has been whitewashed and denied, and he represents the worst impulses of the unrefined and unconscious system of oppression. Privilege is a Saturn construct whereby a chosen few are granted exceptions or powers not available to the rest of society. Privilege exists in corporate life with executives disabusing workers of a decent living and humane working conditions, or maintaining total fiefdom of their kingdoms, as does Mark Zuckerberg over his executive board. And you generally do not get to be a corporate executive without having attended an elite university. Of course, in higher education, privilege clearly exists and has been broadcast loudly with the college bribery scandal. Privileges drunken abuser Brett Kavanaugh ascending to the highest court in the land after demonstrating in real time his sense of rage and entitlement at any attempt to block his perceived just rewards instead of humbly accepting his just desserts. Even though we consider ourselves a classless society, that has never been the case. We are famously taught that Australia started out as a penal colony, but America was not much better. It was a pit stop dumping ground for so-called human waste a way for England to get rid of undesirables, debtors, the weak, the lazy, orphans, with a few overlord charter companies. People were disposable then as now, sent to their graves working as indentured servants. And rather than solve or ameliorate the conditions of the extremely poor or indigenous, the only solution was to continually encourage people to further migrate west. This problem of so-called undesirables is still with us in epidemic proportions of the homeless in major cities. Privilege should only belong, if at all, to those who deserve it. And those truly privileged with character, wisdom, kindness, and empathy are generally the quietest and most humble. But the gnawing reality is that the rich and powerful are usually superior only in the skills of grifting, lying, cruelty, and sociopathy. As Honoré de Balzac wrote in the 19th century, Behind every great fortune lies a great, great crime. And one can only feel superior when there are others that are inferior, and who gets to decide? The strongest and most violent. In the original colonies, there was less racial animosity because with the exception of African slaves, many were in the same boat, and so the powerful had to find ways to separate the multicolored masses. Over time, the biggest coup by elites was to incite a false racial divide, to obscure the real class divide. Again, this is a separate but not entirely unrelated dimension of the inhumane horrors of slavery. 
because in the early colonial days, the only objection to slavery was not a moral one, but the belief that white people would become lazy and not know the value of work. Clearly, that is a prejudicial oversight, as oftentimes poor people work the hardest while the idle rich with staff must find ways to fill up their time with wasteful consumer activity. Yet, if the basic premise of the colonization as posed in the book White Trash, the 400-year untold history of class in America, was to be a workhouse and dumping ground for undesirables in service to filling the coffers of the motherland, we were effed from the start. The landowners, white men of aristocratic origins, enforced a system of hierarchy that exists to the present day. Laws designed in favor of the powerful and against the masses revealed the ugly social and economic motivations of the ruling elite. And as the country grew, legislated segregation and the failure to enact reconstruction did further institutionalize white privilege. As a white person, it is easy to totally miss this, and if poor, to consider privilege solely as the domain of blue bloods and dynastic zions. Privilege was always a show regarding mannerisms and apparel with deadly consequences to those who were not lucky enough by birthright or geography to appropriate these accoutrements. But if privilege entails skin color, that is an arbitrarily arrived at advantage. Even if to the average white American, the only perceived advantage is that one can feel confident that if they go about their daily lives, they will generally find favor or acceptance in their encounters with others like them in the majority. Privilege allows one to be in denial of basic reality or the need for human compassion or change. People of color do not have that privilege. Yet extreme privilege and inequality become ridiculous and deadly over time. Case in point, Versailles and its complex court intrigues, and now with the Brexit referendum, Great Britain is turning into a perverse episode of the Muppets. We are in a Louis XIV moment where the elites will be felled from their unearned perches. And Trump epitomizes the worst of our vulgar aristocracy. Trump is one of the most privileged human beings now and the one who deserves it the least. That is why the entire edifice must fall. While this moral decline has been going on for some time, the current Saturn Capricorn transit is showing the cracks in the foundation, the leaky, murky sewage that is infiltrating the building. Pluto and Capricorn, 2008 to 2024, will demolish the foundation to the core. Saturn and Pluto show the dark underbelly of the natural meaning of the sign Capricorn, which is connected to leadership, ambition, and worldly success. Our nation's Pluto cycle of 250 years is coming to a wrap-up, and it coincides with our original Declaration of Independence from a foreign government and all its rules and restrictions around class and power, at least in theory. Because from the beginning, we replicated those divisions versus the landed few versus the landless many. We are now required to break free from the newest chains of modern-day feudalism, corporate rule. Workers have very few rights except that of the privilege of submitting to abuse or quitting and becoming penniless. Privilege should be earned, and even then in an equitable and truly meritocratic society, it would not even be necessary. Everyone would rise to their natural elevation of service and skill, but the privilege would be to serve because of one's abilities and the current possible need of help to those less fortunate or gifted. Success should bring greater responsibility rather than repression or a circling of the wagons or a rocket ship to Mars. Should we legislate against privilege? Are the attempts at balancing the economic and social playing field, such as affirmative action, worthwhile? Yes, absolutely, because it was societal constructs and judicial rulings that codified inequality. 
In the late 90s, my son attended the aptly named School of the Future in New York City, a socially engineered public high school in which the student body was one quarter black, one quarter white, one quarter Asian, one quarter Hispanic. And there was nothing special about the actual school premises, which were 1950s gray, green, and in rather decrepit conditions. One of the main educational focuses was that students had to do group projects and oral presentations and be judged by their peers. Here was democracy in action, and precisely because the student body was diverse, there was the need to accept new perspectives. It was a great entree into the practical working world, albeit a metropolitan one. Now, of course, the big growth divide between city and country has created two separate societies, one progressive and one unfortunately regressive. It is likely that the student body makeup of my son's high school probably does scare the bejesus out of white supremacists, as the white students were clearly outnumbered by so-called minorities. Welcome to the future of America. So, to my earlier point, equality has to be socially engineered because inequality was socially engineered. Integration has to be mandated because segregation, a man-made construct, was originally mandated. Trying to unravel privilege is simply returning us back to an equal playing field, which truly never existed. So in addition to racial equality, we must promote economic equality, as by 2030, the demographics of our country will mirror school of the future. And yes, we will never be fully equal because we all possess different strengths and weaknesses, family inheritances, both good and bad, but we can still all agree upon a basic level of what constitutes humanity and a decent life. And it's not about perfect symmetry, but rather that everyone is intrinsically worthy and equal, but different. Our differences are to be appreciated and those who have more should do or give more. And no amount of social engineering can truly eradicate what is in people's hearts, but education in homes, churches, schools, and media, as well as external examples of equality can rid a large majority of individuals of their bias and fear of others. As Americans are the unfortunate beneficiaries of a corporal system of punishment, much public humiliation and torture occurred in the old country of beggars, thieves, vagabonds, and dissenters, we seem to have fear, judgment, and shame steeped in our ancestral heritage. We need to do the work of unearthing this psychic pain so that we can embrace the present and future from a healthy and safe place. Saturn is karma and intimates long-term a changing of the guard and who rules the halls of power. Most likely, we already see the future with decentralization by states determining their own trajectories when the central government moves too slowly or too retroactively. This impetus for change is also amplified by Pluto and Capricorn, erupting and shifting the social and geogra geographical climate. Saturn is the end of the line, so this depressing and debilitating chapter must and will end. And despite our prominent but sinking status on the global stage, we no longer have the privilege of destroying the world's people and resources to satisfy an un unlimited need for power and wealth. Maybe Trump truly is a Russian asset in cratering this great nation into devastation and ruin. Our forefathers, despite their blindness and hypocrisy, were inspired by a truly enlightened and liberating idea that every man is created equal. This is a concept worth fighting for. Just as we overthrew the British in 1776, Americans will wake up and revolt against the current oligarchy, despite its brash and criminal presence. Saturn is due diligence, and if we work hard to unearth the corruption, educate ourselves and our neighbors, and provide strength to each other, we will overcome. A new foundation and social order is due beginning in 2020, 
or at least the beginning of the end of unfair privilege. So let us find the inner core and compass, our inner Saturns, that will right this ship. I thank you for joining me today and I invite you to subscribe to future Astrocasts. Please follow me here at anchor.fm or Twitter at metaphysicalco2 or on Medium at metaphysicalcorrespondent. Today's music is courtesy of Purple Planet. That's www.purple-planet.com. Remember, the tide that lifts all boats is consciousness. I'm metaphysical correspondent Patrice Kamen.